Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, welcome back. I'm Louise Boyce, aka Mama Still Got It. And today's podcast is about drinking and being a mum and going sober, how much alcohol is normal, um, and how does it feel to actually give up alcohol. This is a really frank and open conversation, probably one of the frankest ones we've ever had. And I'm so excited to announce we've got Claire Pooley um, as a guest. Um, she's a mother of three, a blogger of Mummy Was a Secret Drinker, and author of the brilliant book, The Sober Diaries. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Clemmie Telford's back with us. Um, she's recently sober, been sober for four months. Also really excited to have my sister with us today. Um, she's a mum of two and loves a glass of wine or two, and she's going to be really honest and open about how much alcohol she's drinking, um, and is that normal, um, and what is normal and you know let's take it from there and uh, let's just get let's just uh, go straight into it i hope you enjoy it thank you welcome back to the mum still got it podcast i'm very excited about this podcast it's something that i've been trying to do for so long um the guests today are claire pooley she's mother of three blogger of mummy was a secret drinker and author of the sober diaries which is a brilliant book about how one woman stopped drinking and started living. We've got Clemmie Telford back in the house, mother of three, podcaster, curator, and mother of all this founder. That's a mouthful. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Um, Clemmie has recently gone sober. I have. Um, which I think is brilliant. I can't wait to talk to you about that. And also we've got Bonnie Barry, mother of two, freelancer and, in, freelancer and influencer marketing. That's also a mouthful. Loves a glass of wine or two and also is my sister. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Thanks Hello. for all being here. It's so nice to meet you, Claire, after like feeling like I've known you for so long on Instagram and oh, read your I'm book. I'm so glad we made it. I know, we've got so... there in the end. And uh, yeah, I did read your book after going sober for one month, doing dry January, and read your book and absolutely loved it and actually said to myself, right, that's it, I'm just going to go sober, which as soon as February 1st hit, that kind of went out the window. Um, but this is a podcast that actually a lot of people have been interested about because um, there are obviously a lot of mums out there that do enjoy alcohol, and uh, so we're going to crack on with, uh, we're going to come to you first, Claire, actually. Um, there are many women and mothers out there who love like wine o'clock and Prosecco o'clock. At what point did you realise you were perhaps drinking too much and wanted to give up and why? Oh, it took me a really long time. Um, part, partly because I, I thought I was only doing what everyone else was doing. And actually, I guess I really was doing what everyone else was doing in that, you know, I just got to the end of a day with 
you know, wrangling three children. And, uh, and I thought a glass of wine was me time. It was my way of relaxing. It was my way of flicking a switch and sort of changing the tone of the day. And, you know, I thought that was perfectly acceptable. But the problem was that one glass sort of became two glasses and two glasses became three glasses. And my glasses got bigger, too. So mm. three big glasses is yeah. a whole bottle. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, before long, I was drinking a bottle of wine a day. And at weekends, I was drinking probably two bottles of wine. What, by yourself or with company? Um, with, you know, it's a bit of both. Yeah. So, you know, I probably mm. started by myself, but it ended up with company. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so my husband would get back from work and I'd often pretend that I hadn't already had a yeah. couple of glasses of wine and I'd open a bottle of wine and we'd share it. Yeah. But, you know, I'd already drunk half a bottle of wine by myself. So, yeah, so by the end I was drinking about nine, ten bottles of wine a week, possibly, uh, which is way more than the government guidelines. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. the ridiculous thing is nobody, you know, nobody thought I had a problem. <clears throat> nobody said, you know, stage an intervention or mm. said, Claire, you've got to stop. Because, you know, I was I was rarely drunk. I just had a massive tolerance by yeah. that stage. Yeah. So I could drink a bottle of wine and feel fine. Mm. You know, I could still... You know, I, I could, I could still so manage. And, yeah. yeah. But um, what I realised, and the reason I decided that things had to stop, was it was affecting my mental and physical health in so many different ways. So I was two stone overweight. I w- had terrible insomnia. So I used to wake up at three o'clock in the morning every night, pretty much, and not get back to sleep for ages. Mm. Um, I had really bad anxiety and. Mm. You know, I think what a lot of people drink because they think it helps anxiety. Mm. Actually, yeah. it makes it worse. Yeah. And when I realized this, it was like a light bulb yeah. moment. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I had anxiety issues. And I basically felt like my whole life had got very small. I was really stuck in a rut where, you know, the... Uh, you know, my my life revolved around children and drinking and not much else. And I just, I had that moment where I thought, which was sparked off by a by a, 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 a um, time I mentioned in the first page of the book, actually. Yeah, I know exactly what yeah, you're going to say. Exactly gonna say <laughs> Should as I well. tell the on story? The, yeah. yeah, you tell it, you tell it. Uh, so, yeah, so I woke up the day after a birthday, my birthday party, and I had a terrible hangover, and it was a Sunday morning, and my children, three children, were all in the kitchen making a complete racket, and at the time they were aged between six and ten. And I had a really bad hangover and I had, I had hard and fast rules about drinking. And one of my absolute no break rules was you never drink before midday because yes. I thought if you drink in the morning, yeah. then you're like a proper alcoholic. Yeah. And that's a, a, you know, a line I wasn't going to cross. Uh, but I had this terrible hangover and I thought the only thing that is going to make this hangover feel better is if I drink something else. Mm. And I looked in the cupboard and there was a bottle of red wine which had a tiny bit left in it. And I thought, that's a sign. <laughs> yeah. I never leave a bottle of wine with anything left in it. So, you know, if there's, if there's booze left, it's yeah. because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a sign. And it was 11 o'clock and I thought, I can't pour that wine into a glass because apart from anything else, my children would be horrified. So um, I got a mug out of the cupboard and I poured about an inch of, of wine into the mug, which is all that was left, and I drank it. And I did feel better almost immediately. And then I looked at the mug and it said, world's best mum on it I've just got got shivers because I remember reading it yeah yeah, sorry and that was it I haven't had any alcohol since then and that that was nearly four years ago what a way to go out with that oh wow (laughs) (laughs) and that's what it 
took. That was like your decision to the yeah, right. Yeah, I thought I'd broken, I'd broken a hard and fast rule. Yeah. And I this thought is this right. is, it's not right. No. It's not, you know, it's, yeah. it's mm. not a way to live. It's not a way to bring up your kids. No, and I guess, you, you know, um, seeing, seeing that world's best mum, that probably feeling of guilt of like, I'm yeah. actually, you know, I, I need to up my game a bit if I'm going to have a mug like this. <laughs> you know, like, and so how long have you been sober now? Nearly four years. Wow, yeah. congratulations. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's that amazing. amazing. Well, you know, I mean, now it's it's normal to me. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's, I don't think about it at all, really. Yeah. I, I certainly don't miss it. Um, my life is so much better now than it was four years ago that, you know, the idea of going back there just gives me heebie-jeebies. Mm. Well, that's, <laughs> so, that's awesome, yeah. And, yeah. and so, Clemmy, how long have you been sober now? I'm a, 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 quite a different journey, actually. I'm four months sober or thereabouts. That's amazing. Well um, done. Thank you. Yeah, it's brilliant. At the point of giving up, I actually wasn't drinking very much at all. Um, but my anxiety... Well, I'd had three kids quite quickly and so I hadn't had many periods where I'd actually been able to drink because I'd either been pregnant or yeah, or breastfeeding. Mm. And actually after Greta, it was the first time I was like, rubbing my hands together. I was like, right, I'm going to get back on that horse. I'm going to start drinking again. And as that became available to me my anxiety levels were absolutely shooting up. And I had suffered with anxiety on and off for about 10 years. And it's only now as I reflect that the peak times of my anxiety were hand in hand with the peak times of my drinking. And they're absolutely... And so many Mm. people, definitely self-medicate to to ease those nerves, not knowing that it's a vicious cycle that triggers the anxiety. And for me, the, the, the night that stopped everything, I said, we'd been out drinking in the afternoon with some friends and my coping strategy to avoid being hungover was to always exit everything at half ten. Mm. That was and it became so much of a fixation that yeah. it was ruining my nights mm. because I could I literally clock watching because right. if I could get home, get some water in me, get to sleep, I'd be fine and yeah. functioning for my kids. How pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that night I left at nine and I knew I hadn't drunk very much, like logically, a couple of, you know, maybe a couple of gins, but my anxiety levels were creeping up. Mm. And then most of the friends I was with that night actually went on a really big one until five in the morning. And the next day, although they felt rough, they weren't in this pit of self-loathing. And I was like, this is, there's no point me drinking anything mm. if it equals this self-loathing. And I haven't even in that instant had the fun yeah. to, 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 yeah. to offset it. Yeah. And... Yeah, I was kidding myself that because I wasn't drinking very much that it wasn't having an impact. And it's only by going sober, which I did as a kind of... It wasn't actually a a recovery moment. It was like, I'm just interested to see how this pans out for me. Mm. And four months down the line, I... The people... I just want people to know that being sober is the greatest gift. There is not... It's not denying myself anything. Like, the gifts Mm. it has given me in terms of my mental health... People keep going, what are you using on your skin? And then when you say, oh, I'm sober, they're like, oh, that is not the answer that I want. But yeah, it's free Botox. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Okay, I'm and, sold. I'm sold. <laughs> and, and the sleep. And again, I've blown bad sleep on having small kids, which is definitely the main thing. But actually, the quality of sleep you get from not self-medicating with alcohol is... Mm. is yeah. and, and we all know that sleep unlocks your mental health in a yes, way. Yes, that, definitely. Mm. And that's the, that's the hard <clears> thing, is I think, you know, being mums with small children I think a lot of women do enjoy that glass of wine because it's like a bit of mama time and it's a bit of like fun is it it's a shorthand of fun yeah Mm. it's like my yeah it's your time to unwind and I think that's the vicious circle like in your book you call it the wine witch Mm. like kind of calling you saying you know you want me and stuff excuse me whilst we have the the, the wine witch was 
one of the things that made me realize that I had a problem and in that, you know, I had this constant voice in my head mm. that was uh, sort of saying, you know, when are you going to drink tonight or are you not going to drink tonight? How much are you going to drink yeah. tonight? What yeah. time might yeah. you start drinking? What, what, do you, what, yeah. Yeah, what, what are you going to do tomorrow? Are you sort of, you know, and, uh, you know, have you got a, a bottle of wine in the fridge? And, mm. you know, and can you go to that shop again or will they judge you because you Absolutely. went there and bought yeah. wine yesterday? And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just no, ridiculous so things and it goes round and round in a loop and one of the best things about not drinking is, is the headspace you know i've got so much mm. time to think about other stuff yeah it's really liberating yeah it's really it's freedom um you're so right now i think most i mean most people um you know have this view that uh giving up alcohol is depriving you of something and you know i can't tell you how much i've gained oh. Um, rather than lost. It really does make like life really sparkly again because all the... Yes, there's a whole bit of learning in that it becomes a social crux and we, as an adult, mm. you know, I've, I've socialised with alcohol in my hand all you know, yeah, my absolutely. whole adult life. Yeah. But once you get past that, mm. the nights where I've been on holiday and we're all belly laughing... I can remember that it all for for every moment of it for the actual feelings I felt, not mm. because there was a cloud of alcohol. Yeah. And it's that's a that's it's amazing. Mm. Well I, yeah. I think what we do is we we drink to take the edge off yes. the difficult yeah. bits of life, but what we don't realise is it actually takes the, takes the edge off the good yeah, bits. Exactly. Too. Life so, and clear focus is amazing. Yeah, so it's like you have the dimmer switch on everything. Yeah, it's true. Um, and and when you stop drinking you have to get used to doing the hard things without alcohol. Yeah. But actually, when you get used to that, it becomes like a superpower, yeah. you know, and you think, God, if I can do all of this, you know, like I did breast cancer without drinking and I came out the other end and I thought, God, if I can do that yeah, uh, without alcohol, I can do bloody anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it was it was that experience that led me to publish the book. And, you know, and now I've written a, a novel and I'm uh, which is coming out next year. And I've got a whole new career that I never yeah. would have had the nerve to to do yeah. if I'd still been drinking because I feel now like I've got as I said I've got this superpower that I and never there aren't had. those off like you know I'd go for lunch and just have one glass of wine so it doesn't really affect you but you know you're not as productive and you're not as on the board and there are just no none of those yeah. off moments mm, are you there no. is no there is no, no Sunday every yeah. Every day just feels the same, and it's Absolutely. really nice to feel level. Mm. Yeah. I have to sound quite jealous your, of you too. Your, yeah. um, days have shifted because. You know, I used to stay up late and, and I'd hate the mornings and I wouldn't really function sort of well yeah, until no, about 10 o'clock. And now I'm the opposite. Yeah. So I wake up at five in the morning and I'm on full cylinders and then I crash out at about 10. Yeah, because there's not much like to stay a, up for, <laughs> isn't there? Like, See, that sounds... So, I mean... It, I mean, I I can only I can only relate. For like I did uh, dry January for a month. Mm. Um, You've also been pregnant, so you have been sober. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I did have like a glass of wine here and there. Yeah, true. So. Um, you know, obviously not loads, but you know, the odd you know organic glass of red wine I did have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously I haven't been smashed for a long time. Um, but when I did dry January, even though it was just for a month, I did feel and see changes because mm. my husband and I did it together and we were so productive yeah. mm. like instead of like sitting down watching Netflix with a bottle of wine we cleared out the cloakroom <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were doing all sorts of stuff we were we weren't bickering as much we had other. more yeah we had <laughs> yeah. more patience with the kids and we were actually yeah. like, this is amazing this like we don't need alcohol we can That's just true. survive off Beck's Blue for the rest yeah. of our lives mm. and and then of course you know um 
February 1st here and we had a dinner party and got absolutely wasted. Mm. And then the next day was horrendous, had a disgusting hangover, felt guilty because the kids were in front of the TV and then we went to McDonald's. I mean, it was horrendous and I, the guilt of just like, this is, this is, is actually disgusting. Um, and uh, we were like, well, let's just go sober. But we, we, I, I find it quite difficult because I feel like everywhere you go, is related to alcohol, like yeah, kids' birthday parties, yeah, events, fitness yeah. events, like everything. Has anything. Got, it has and a supermarket. Go yeah. to the supermarket. What's the first thing you see straight in front mm. of you? Oh, like boxes and boxes of beers or prosecco. You like get a but box ev- of seven. But every time and... you avoid that and turn it down, you like pat yourself on the back. I mean, eventually, well, even for me, four months in, I don't really actually even see it anymore. Right. Other than mm. being really depressed, you look on a drinks list, you're like. <laughs> I'll have sparkling like water. Me, yes, for me, when I go uh, like supermarket shopping, you know, it's like I can't wait to get to the wine, you know, the wine aisle. Really? Um, no. Not like because, not because I want to drink it all there and then, but because I want, like you said, I want to make sure that through the week you got nice. There's wine. a bottle of wine in the mm. fridge. You know, I've become a bit of a wine snob because I used to say I'm not drinking it to get pissed because I'm not. I'm drinking it for pleasure. But obviously, where is that kind of... Yeah, you know, I used to think the middle... more you spent on the wine, the less of a less, problem well, you had because you were because... a connoisseur and yeah, not a lush. It. <laughs> so it's all about, you know, the New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc for me. You know, yeah. I love a Marlborough because I love the taste of it. But also I'm a bit like, I don't know, the thought of like drinking Pinot Grigio. There's a no in it. I don't want to drink that. It's not <laughs> sort of wine. Um, yeah, I've got a rule with them. But, um... but I've, I've definitely, you know, reading your book, because my sister lent me the book and I'll go back a few, um, a few, few, few weeks. Obviously, we lost our father quite recently. Um, which hit me quite hard, um, more than I more than I realised it would, and and I've been drinking more than I should be on the back of that. But then, of course, what's happened since then as well is I've never in my life suffered from, suffered from anxiety ever. But it's been so bad recently, yeah. mm-hmm. like the worst I've ever experienced in my entire life. So I keep blaming it on my dad, but actually, I think what I need to start saying to myself yeah. is actually it's probably the alcohol um, with my dad mixed helping. in a bit yeah, as well it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. help and, and, and you're trying and to have, mask some I'm difficult mask feelings it. but actually we those feelings I wrote in my blog that things like that it doesn't the feelings don't go away alcohol no, just shapeshifts them and they'll come out somewhere else I know in absolutely anxiety. and it is like I've had like, my chest has felt so like, like someone's standing on it and oh. I couldn't breathe and I actually had to phone the, uh, the paramedics actually around because I thought I was having a heart attack and I don't know what, you know, I've never suffered like this before ever in my entire mm. life. And my, my, my family's been really worried. My husband's yeah, been that's, worried. Yeah. That's why I wanted um, you here today and, because... And I do I think that, you know, I probably... I never want to put myself into an alcoholic box, but I'm definitely, you know... But we don't have to I do drink. No, no, absolutely not. Like you a dependent. Don't. I mean, I, I think the well, language is... is a, yeah, you did. Um, and I think the language is really important. And part of the reason it took me a long time to quit drinking is I thought, if I quit drinking, then I have to come out as an alcoholic. Mm. And I don't think I am. No, and no. I don't like the term and I don't want mm, to absolutely. talk... I don't want to spend the rest of my life in recovery from mm. a disease. Yeah. You know, I just want to quit drinking the same way I quit smoking mm-hmm. and be a non drinker and um you know i I, i've done a ted talk called um making sober less shameful which talks all about the language we use and you know i think we should talk about non-drinkers we should talk about um, alcohol free Mm -hmm. clean drinking um you know the the positive terminology rather than you know alcoholic disease recovery which is you know it's it's not helpful because you know it is a really positive lifestyle change so why label it with such negative yeah people love vegans yeah Yeah. Yeah. right exactly (laughs) i think you give uh, give up anything else and people people pat you on your back and you give up (laughs) alcohol and they go you poor thing yeah do you find that hang on don't feel sorry no, for do you me. Judge I loved your bit in your book. Sorry. Do you know what? It's how you talk about it. Mm. Yeah. If 
if you're proud about it and I'm prepared to talk about it and I feel like it's a positive thing, Absolutely then people... Positive thing. And you know what? What you realise, people don't really care. Right. People really are only caring about their own business. Mm. Yeah. Like the only person it probably affects is my husband. But other than that, people... And actually, I spoke to Claire off mic about it. I used to always think that everyone was as drunk as me. So I'd be like, God, oh, that wedding was crazy or that dinner party was crazy. And then you ladder back and you realise... Oh, no, I was on oh, that level. Yeah. You know, I was half Absolutely. a bottle of wine ahead of everyone else. Yeah, and so true. There are so many it's people not well. drinking, yeah. people who are really into exercise mm. or pregnant mm. or... Yeah. Going through cancer treatment, there are more sober people yeah. in a room than you realise. Yeah, you're absolutely, absolutely right. And and the people who who have an issue with you not drinking are generally the ones who have an alcohol issue themselves. Yeah. And when oh, you tell yeah. them you don't drink, it makes them yes. question their own mm, exactly. drinking habits, and that's what makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you find that people who don't have a problem don't drink very much or don't drink at all. Couldn't care less whether yeah. you drink or yeah. not. I think it's a lot so, to do with people. You know, I've got some. Um, you know, my, my friends, I've got like my uh, my 20s friends, you know, yeah. my travelling friends. And, you know, mm. it's weird actually because me and my sister were saying the other day, when we went travelling or we were in Thailand, no one actually drank anything until the sun came down. We had so much fun just doing stuff. So when did it suddenly, and also when did you drinks didn't need, become, yeah. you didn't, didn't need it? Because, because you were no responsibilities, yeah, right? but it was Life just wasn't like, so yeah. hard. It was like, oh, it's like, you know, beer o'clock and it was like 6.30. You also didn't think about it. You also been in bed till midday, so it's a different time. Yeah, that's true actually. That's true the guidelines are like um i've written it down here men and women should drink no more than 14 units of alcohol per week which you know is that realistic i don't know what that equates to a a unit is really small yeah Yeah, it's like a sort of glass of wine that most people would pour is about two and a half units so a bottle of wine is is nine and a half units so bonnie and i got through a bottle of wine last night and um, so that's but with food. So, so basically, fourteen units is a bottle and a half of wine. <laughs> oh, no. Wrong crowd. Wrong crowd. But it's when people go to you. I don't really drink. It's like yeah, but it's not the same as not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But also, I'm not in judgment. I've had a, a lot of fun with booze. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. my only thing is that I would urge people to. Uh, it depends where you're at, but to give it a go mm. and just see what life looks like without it. Yeah. You don't have mm. to go, this is forever, because people say to me, are you, you going to drink again? I'm pretty certain I never will, but I don't need to think about it like that. No, I'm just thinking that this week, this week, this week. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I don't regret it, actually, because as you say, yeah, a lot of it was fun. It's just that I got to the stage where it just didn't agree yeah, well, with, with me anymore. Life, exactly. And, you know, the way I like to think about it so that, you know, I don't ever feel deprived is I sort of, I, I believe that everybody is given, you know, when they're born, a life, a lifetime supply of alcohol that they can drink. And I just drank mine all really, really fast <laughs> and I ran out. You know, it's like, it's like so my, my it's son like, with his Halloween treats, you know, he eats them all in 24 hours and his sisters sort of pan them out for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and he's finished all his, but you know, that's, that's, his that's way. yeah. Mm. So, and that's what I did with the booze, you know, mm. I'd just been there, done that, yeah. moved yeah. on. Yeah. chapters, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah. find there seems to be like just more alcohol everywhere. Like even dentists now have got something called the, the Prosecco Smile. Do you know mm. about this? Where it's mm. like, and it's mainly in women. And we're, women are drinking so much Prosecco, especially mothers, whether it's at like a, yeah, so much high sugar that our teeth are rotting and dentists are calling it a Prosecco smile. What? It's like, yeah, you get like yeah, white around. enamel on your teeth. Yeah, really and because um, obviously the amount of sales in Prosecco has gone absolutely crazy through mm. the roof and... You know, you go to a kid's birthday party as Prosecco. True. And if there's not Prosecco, you're a little bit like, oh. oh. <laughs> I, I think I people really <laughs> need to understand what it does for your appearance, as you say. Like, yeah. This is what I want to hear about. Yeah, yeah, you're, so you're, my face, honestly, it's just, 
yeah, my skin looks better than it's looked for years. Mm. See, that's amazing. Well, <laughs> you find that one of the most immediate things that happens is your face gets less bloated. That, yeah, that's it. You it know, like and it. then yeah. and then also longer term, it sort of you know it's much, it improves your whole skin texture yeah. because mm. alcohol it, um, dehydrates yeah. your skin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, so it's really bad for it. And same with your hair, you know. So uh, so it's good for your skin and hair. Um, it's so many calories in alcohol. So yeah. you know, it's it's expensive. Uh, the money. Yeah. Expensive. Yeah, the money. Yeah, the money. Yeah. Was it five hundred pounds a month? What you said in your book? I see something yeah, like oh, five hundred. Yeah, I know people yeah, in the sober community who saved it and then gone on amazing holidays, holidays. like really? free holidays. Oh my god, I not, love that. Yeah, I know, it's so there's true. a lot of, especially if you start not just drinking at home, but if when you go to a restaurant, you know, my friends really kindly now knock the booze, but obviously off my part. And you'd be amazed. You can go to a really smart restaurant, and without the booze, yeah, yeah it's a big never difference. Comes to and you like, don't need to take taxis. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no one of my favourite things is driving. Yeah, yeah. Parking right <gasps> outside because nobody around. else has driven, yeah. so there's loads of parking space. And then when you feel like leaving, you, you go just home, get go. in your car and drive Honestly. home. Oh, see, Honestly, I love that. I really like that. Small small things. Things. <laughs> did that when I was pregnant. That was lovely. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy, obviously, dri- yeah, driving and going but home. But also, it was you nice. don't even get Ubers, do you? Because you, you can get well, public course. transport because your compass yeah, mentors yeah, on the sure. way home. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know Absolutely. how to walk to the tube. I'm just going to get on. And they're dirty kebabs either. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So, and all that money you used to spend internet shopping, you know, late at night after yeah. a few glasses of wine, you know, and you get onto net a porte. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, don't do that yeah, anymore either. Yeah, dodgy text that you've sent somebody accidentally and they have that. There's no regrets. There is no regrets. No regrets. See, that's the thing. It's like. Because that was where I was I, in a horrible place of self-loathing and regret. Yeah, Aww. and it's so not. Yeah, again with the face, my husband's just like it's a feeling of you looking relaxed. You've you've yeah, amazing. been wanting yeah. without realizing yeah. it. Wanting I, to I do. Think, I think one of the things that I always used, felt guilty about as well is is the um, is what I was teaching my children yeah. because yes. you know it's, it's they always say it's not what you say to your children, yeah, it's, it's actions, what it's you hate, show yeah. them. Yeah. And you know, I grew up in a family where you know. Um, uh, it was normal to drink mm. every night. So every it was meal, always yeah. wine with dinner. And my, my mm. dad would always have a stiff gin and tonic when he got home. And then he'd have a whiskey in the Same. evening. And, <laughs> you know, and I thought that was normal. normal. Yeah. And I thought that's what adults did. You got to sort of, you know, a certain age and alcohol was just part of the way you got yeah. through yeah. life. So it took me a long time to question my own drinking because I thought, well, that's just, you know, it's how grown-ups live. Yeah. And and I realised that my children were going to think exactly the same mm. thing because they they were used to seeing me constantly with a glass of wine yeah. in my hand mm, yeah. and they thought that was... You know, they used to give me my birthday and Christmas. I always got a corkscrew or a stop. Or a, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you got that magic bottle of wine. And I remember once I picked my... Um, my uh, she must have been five at the time, my, my uh, daughter up from school, and her teacher said, oh, I was reading with... Um, <laughs> I was reading with... The, with your daughter today and she really made me laugh because uh, because we were reading a book called A Cup of Tea and I said, does mummy like a cup of tea? And oh, she no. said, no, no, mummy likes a glass of wine. <laughs> and I went, ha, oh. ha, But I thought, like, oh, fine, God, it? it's it really, yeah. yeah. My son, and, yeah. and I thought, actually, I don't want my that, children my thinking that, well, you know, you have to normal, drink yeah. in order to cope with yeah, life. absolutely. So we, I just went away, well, obviously it's been the holidays and um, we went away uh, camping for the first time ever, which I absolutely loved. Um, but we, we went to, um, we said it had been breakfast to begin with. And then uh, we were all having breakfast. And I was just, I just sat down on a cup of tea. And my little boy, who's like coming up to four, just went, Mummy, do you not want a wine? 
Wow, really? Mm. Oh, and I was just like, I went, Steve, I thought that he might have said something. Prepped like, him, yeah. I prepped him, like, to, to yeah, take the piss yeah, out of me. Yeah. And because then Sam did say, I oh, was daddy, and Steve was just like, it was not me. And I was just like, and I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah, wake up mm. call, I was just yeah. like, oh my God. You yeah. know, and don't get me wrong, I don't drink in the mornings, and I don't, you know, I, 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 well, no, I don't in the mornings. But like you said, I'm saying to myself, anything after midday is totally acceptable. Mm. But also, but, you know, on weekdays, is it? You know, and I've, I've got a job, and I don't want to be drinking at all during the week anymore. But your job um, but has your job, but my job kind of does just, revolve around alcohol. Yeah, that's yeah. Me, you know, as well, yeah. you know, being in the media world, you know, always yeah, entertaining clients, and everyone wants to drink, mm. and then you've got the stickies. Work hard, play hard. Yeah, I worked yeah. in advertising, and everyone was everyone's and advertising. it was fun. It was, it was free fun. Bar. I spent twenty years in advertising. We had a bar in the office, yeah, and I had a massive sort of expense account, and I. Yeah. And it's really mixed messages. It's and you wonder the why those industries spit people out. Completely. Yeah, funny enough, yeah. we had a, uh, a reunion of a whole load of people I was in advertising with recently. And uh, there were two, I think everyone split into two well, camps. So there were people who were really, you know, obviously sort of drinking loads and loads and loads and people weren't drinking at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was nobody in the middle. But I was right talking here. about this with someone else. In the creative industries, you've got a whole load of people in there who are very, who are creative and therefore probably quite emotional. And what they're doing is they're dampening their emotions and their their empathy with alcohol. Mm-hmm. No wonder it then spits them out the other yeah. way. Yeah, and you know what? What everybody tells me is, and I found this myself, is that when you stop drinking, you suddenly become so much more creative. And sort of, you know, I found almost immediately I stopped drinking, I had this real urge to write. And i have been a writer when I was much, much younger, but I hadn't written anything apart from emails for, for a very long yeah. time. And, you know, and I started writing again and I haven't stopped since. And so many people tell me that, that sort of when they, when they stop drinking, they actually sort of, switch they, on. yeah, switches something on and often they end up doing something that they were passionate about when they were a child and lost. Which is so, funny. Which, yeah, yeah, the point when we become adults and find alcohol or a bit younger. Yeah, you switch You stop doing other things. Yeah, you do. So, so this one woman wrote to me, for instance, and she said that when she was a child, she was really into horses and she yeah. used to ride all the time. And she hadn't ridden a horse for 20 years and she stopped drinking and took up riding as sort of, you know, to fill some of the time. And she said now it's a whole new career. She's found, she's reignited a a sort of major passion and it's completely Mm. transformed her life. It's kind of going back to her true self though, isn't it? I think that's obviously the best thing. Like if we, if we gave up alcohol... I'd go running, I think. I want to start. Yeah, I mean, I exercise because you, again, you're searching for kicks, aren't you? Mm, We're talking yeah. about how we like cake a lot. Yeah, yeah, do exercise, but because you're never hungover, you often, without sounding that. smug, you do have that hour in the morning. Absolutely. And yeah. you haven't got more energy. You can find time. You must have you, more energy. Yeah, you have loads. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't got that awful, like, that horrible alcohol. No, absolutely. Yeah. The fog, like trying yeah, to drag myself out of bed sometimes as opposed to like jumping out of bed. And then, of course, we do like hair of the dog. You're like, oh, I need a glass of wine to take the edge off. Yeah, which is... and then you, and it's like this vicious circle, catch twenty two. Like you're in, you, you're you're back in the same place you were before. Yeah, I think I think the the one of the big problems is social media because, you know, when um, you know I'm a little bit older than you guys, and I remember when I first had baby, my first baby was born. Um, I, that was the era of Gina Ford right. and the whole sort yeah. of, you know, being a perfect mother and it was all, the, you know, everything was about making perfect cupcakes yeah. and doing everything oh, really gosh. well. And, you know, and then, you know, about sort of five years, ten, you know, five years later yeah. or so, the sort of whole mummy blogger thing yeah, started honest. up. 
And there was this whole thing about, no, we don't, you know, we're not going to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. Mm. And it's all sort of, you know, we all just muddle along as, as best we can, which was great. And it was a real liberation. Yeah. But what came alongside that yeah. is, you know, and to get ourselves through the day, yeah. we'll, you know, we've got yeah. wine yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And so there were all these wine o'clock memes mm. everywhere. And, yeah. you know, and everybody sort of joked about it. And... You know, I understand why, and on that, you know, I, I bought into all of that totally. Mm-hmm. But what it means is that we forget alcohol is a drug. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, it is. And yeah. it is a drug just like any other drug. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as a result, your tolerance builds up gradually. It's a toxin. It does, you know, you become dependent. And when you don't drink, you have all those those withdrawal symptoms mm-hmm. which feel like anxiety. So, mm. you know, so if you remember that it is a drug, then you can be really, a bit more cautious really to, with it. Yeah. I read you somewhere know. that... Because at school, we're all told, you know, heroin is absolutely no, no. We're told, you know, do not touch drugs, don't do this, something other. I reckon if alcohol now, you know... Mm. In fact, they said that well, if alcohol if, was, was released now, if they now, found it now, they would make it... Oh, it's really yeah. Yeah. It it's be... the fourth most dangerous drug to the individual of any drug out there, according to... There was a, a report called the Nut Report in 2010 where they looked at the relative harms mm. of different drugs so alcohol comes up fourth so more harmful to the individual than cocaine than nicotine than um acid uh ecstasy so the only the only drugs wow. that, that were found to be more harmful were crystal meth heroin <laughs> and um uh I've got <laughs> crack cocaine Oh my um, god. That's that's so, actually frightening. Can you imagine is, like going it? to the supermarket and like instead of picking up a bottle of wine, you're picking up like, you know, a gram of coke and it's like, well, it's normal because we found it like well, you hundreds never, or hundreds of years ago, so it's all right to yeah, we can do yeah, it. Yeah, and you, you never go to you know, say to the one of the mums at the school gate, you know, it's Friday, can't wait to get home and have a home to have a line of coke. <laughs> you know, you just wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, no. So, can you imagine? Can you, oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> and so, you know, and Oof. I think if you can handle alcohol and it's not causing problems yes, in your exactly. life, then that's absolutely fine. But yeah. just remember that it's a drug and just yeah. be clear to your children mm. that it's a Moderation. drug. And so you just have to be very wary of it. Sometimes as well for mums, and I think I can relate to this, is when you are a mum and you're at home and you're not at work and you don't have that adult interaction, sometimes just holding a glass of wine, it makes you feel like, okay, yeah, I am a, I am a grown-up and I, you know... I am able and capable, and this is this is my reward for the yeah. day. Mm. And it's just it's it's just I'm just holding that glass of wine mm. and going, this is my adult time. I'm, now. I'm for your. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Relationship, you know, that's the bit when the kids are in bed and it's, yeah. a, way for you, it's yeah. a very quick way to connect, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely. If you like have a glass, a glass of wine, wine together yeah. Yeah. and yeah. suddenly you're mm. able to communicate in a way that you're used to. Absolutely. But yeah. Has, yours, has Ben gone sober as well? No, no, I was just saying, so we've got a fam- my brother gets married on Saturday, which is amazing, and I am absolutely fine about being sober. Yeah. But it's going to be hard because Ben and I were always one of the most drunk couples at a wedding and he's probably still going to be that and I have to allow him to go on that journey of course yeah, yeah. Um, and not and not be annoying but he has, he has definitely cut back that's good and my husband still drinks um, and in a way I'm really glad he does partly because he drinks moderately damn his eyes you know <laughs> um, and so you know I think he's a good role model for the children because mm. he shows them how it is yeah, possible to have, have a, a, a you know a, yeah. a, a sort of you know good relationship with alcohol um, and also to be honest I slightly worry that if we were the sober couple yeah, that we'd no, never be invited anywhere that is a fear that is a fear I'm like always oh, tend to be I still fun am I still fun He's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, of course. What isn't fun is talking about whether you're being fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. All right, we've got a few questions. Um, uh, this question is for you, Clemmy. This mm. is from uh, Kristen Loves. Um, she says, now that you're sober, do you feel too much emphasis is on alcohol to cope with? But I think you've already answered that with saying that you feel absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's hard, isn't it? You also don't want to be judgy. No. You no. know, because that, that is the, especially near in this early stage of being sober, where you want to go and shout it from the rooftops and try and convert everybody to being mm. sober. But what's amazing is that you're obviously you're both sober and you're both saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. Like your skin's changed, yeah, your absolutely. energy, mm. like you're being how productive you are. Like it actually, like I think, you know. Yeah, look, at, look at you two. Yeah, and, two. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, that's why <laughs> the sober community, and that, that would be my advice for a good starting point, is that before I actually did it, I started following quite a lot of the sober community yeah. on Instagram. And the reason they're all talking about it is because it does make it mm. is it does feel like mm. an amazing thing. Yeah, mm. and and that's all new because when I first quit no. four years ago, it was much. There, you know, there were far fewer people, people being positive. vocal mm. about it. There was, you know, there was hardly any alcohol-free drinks. So Bex mm. Blue was the only yeah. alcohol-free drink I could find. You know, grown-up alcohol-free mm. drink. Um, whereas now there are hundreds and hundreds. There it's so a really more. big, really big explosion. Um, and there are so massive sober communities on Instagram, on Facebook, mm. on, um, you know, uh, bloggers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's... It's really uh, a good community. Yeah, it's like, huge so it's quit. It's like, you know, people becoming vegan. So four years ago, that wasn't, yeah, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a thing. thing. And now mm. it's like, people wear T-shirts saying, I'm vegan. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, maybe we should have T-shirts saying, I'm sober. But there's also that confusing thing that... For, definitely for our generation that it was seen as a bit of a rebellion that kind mm. of ladette culture that yeah. Zoe Ball yeah, was drinking absolutely. and that felt like a rebellion but actually yeah. if you try and reframe this as a bit of a rebellion you know you're going against what is a social norm which yeah. is to drink I, that's exactly what I do because one of the things I was really well, actually there's a chapter in my book called Still a Rebel or something yeah. like that I still feel like <laughs> <a> while <laughs> because you know that was one of the things I was most worried yeah. about I thought you know my, my whole persona is being, about being the yeah. wild child yeah. and the rebel and the sort of you know and I don't Wild want to lose cake. that and and now but I feel as you say I, I feel I'm awesome. still the rebel I'm still out there zagging where everyone's zigging yeah, or whatever it does feel like that. <laughs> you know? um, next question is how difficult is it to be around drunk people when you're sober 
I'm going to punch him. <laughs> There's a point when it's really contagious and fun, when everyone's at that really good bit of being drunk. Yeah. And, and then you're kind of on board and then it, it transitions. People are very close, get very yes. close to you when they're drunk. You know, yeah, they do. And they touch you a lot. Yeah. A lot of touching. Yeah. And they repeat yeah. themselves. Yeah, like, like, you have to pretend that you haven't already yeah. had the conversation. Oh, yes. <laughs> no. And like, that, 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 yeah, that, oh that kind of... Prosecco breath when it gets kind of yeah. dry, oh, stale. But in yeah. a way, that's quite good because it reminds you why you're, yeah, not, you're drinking. not drinking. So you know, if you go to a party and you have that moment where you think, "Oh, maybe it would be a good idea to have a drink," and you look at some of the really drunk people around yeah. you, it reminds you why you're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. And then it's like I'm trying to check myself that if I'm starting to feel like I'm being a bit judgy, then it's my choice to kind of exit that yeah, situation. Absolutely. I don't want to ruin anyone's fun. No. No. no one likes that no so much. <laughs> you did this last night. I mean, yeah, I've been yeah. receiving it. Like, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, smugness. Uh, no. And, you know, I mean, I'm really the last person to judge anyone. No, you know, exactly. So, I've done you my know, share, I, I, always, I always say this to people is, is, you know, I mean, don't nobody needs to feel bad about their behaviour in front of me because I've been there, done that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so. not about anyone else. I'm only doing this for me. Not yeah, that, and that's how it should be. be. I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. How it should be. But it's actually really interesting to hear you say that yeah. it does go hand in hand with anxiety. And well, that's, that's why that I wanted me. you to come on, Bon, because obviously... I've never had this before. So I don't know why. I don't know where it's... Suddenly, just horrible. Just suddenly come on. Well, I mean, it has obviously. I mean, we, you know, there's there's always a reason to drink. You know, like like, especially, you know, your cat's just been run over. Yeah. Dad passed away. There's always something, or a play day, or you know, my birthday club, school holidays. There's always a reason to drink. Yeah, I mean, a few things bubbling away. Suicide in our family as well. Yeah, committed suicide recently as well. This has been one of those shitty years. Which you do go right. I just I need to drink through yeah, this, but, but actually, at the same time, it's, it's affecting me. Yeah, massively. and yeah, yeah. and I've never seen you like that before, no. ever. And actually, when you did give up, because you did stop drinking when you were in your height of panic attacks and anxiety, mm. and it's amazing how your body just rejected alcohol straight it away. It's just like that's it, yeah. no more alcohol. And really? you listened to your body, yeah. and then you did start to get a bit better. And then as soon as you started to feel better, mm. you started drinking again. Yeah. But it's so um, many like anxiety is another thing that's on Instagram a lot. A lot of mums talk yeah. about, I and mean, that's really good to be public about it. Mm. But that, I then do see them doing wine o'clock, and you're just like, Don't yeah, you that's want right, people to tie right. Those two mm. things exactly. Together. They, they, well, there is a connection. Has a, I quoted you on Instagram actually a, a, a while ago because you had this great expression in a blog post you did about not drinking about control underwear yeah. so I you probably I, I probably won't get it quite right but you said something about how um, uh, you know drinking to to um, to uh, to stop anxiety is like wearing control underwear sort of where you squish it in in one place yes I read that that's brilliant. that's brilliant that's brilliant that's brilliant yeah. exactly it really that. does it doesn't yeah. go anywhere all those difficult feelings don't go anywhere do they no, no they, just, they, just, they just come, and come, and come out come out I've definitely come to the point where I know I'm probably drinking too much absolutely yeah. and I definitely want to do something about it um, yeah. whether I'd go completely teetotal or you know whatever um, but, but it's just I'm going to start with, with, with the sober I'm going to start doing I'm going to sponsor myself <laughs> I'll sponsor um, you sponsor me so I'll definitely just, get just an in. app for okay. me I found an app really good because okay. I was clock well you asked me today how, yeah. how many days yeah. I'm, I'm really goals orientated so I like seeing yeah. that, that yeah. click over no, of course. Yeah. Uh, whatever time yeah no, I, I want to stop doing more exercise. Um, and I want to exercise feel good myself, really helps, you know. It, 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 yeah, it, you know, it releases sort of, you know, all the feel-good hormones. Of that's that's how I cope with things yeah. is to exercise. Yeah. How much do you reckon right now you're drinking, like, per day, per week? Like, all cards um, on the table? Because I'm sure there's other the, women that listen to this who would love to I'm drinking maybe two glasses a night, two, three glasses a night. Yeah. And then weekends. Alone or with other 
with, with Steve or other mums. Yeah. But then obviously with play dates and, you know, there's always something going on, especially on holidays. You've always got, you know, there's always, that's yeah. it. There's always an excuse. There's always like, there's I can't, there's I can't always an excuse, because I've got a wedding yeah. or I've got, yeah. uh, I've got a party a work or a work And actually you find or... that you, you arrange your life to give you those excuses. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, I would arrange to, to go out mm. when I didn't really want to go out just no. because actually what I really wanted to go do was to have an excuse yeah. to yeah. have a few glasses. No, absolutely. But I'm not so. going out. To, I'm, not, I'm not drinking to get pissed or anything. It's just because I just feel like it's something that I've just been doing. God, for like years ever yeah. like yeah. all of our like, adult lives like, just, slowly but do you know. find that you're, you're drinking more now as a mother like any, like all of us like, I feel like I I feel like I'm definitely buying more bottles of wine well, now know, that I'm a mother well, I don't know because I'm not not a mother so I, I, I can't answer that question but, but before we became mums like Bonnie used well, to live course. next door and she had a swimming pool, so it was just like constant partying. And like, but did, I feel like we didn't have a glass of prosecco before. Like, you know, I, I feel like we if it was drinking. a sunny day and it hit midday, we'd be like, "Oh, let's have a bottle of prosecco." Yeah, but exactly. I can't, we didn't do that back then. Oh, I can't remember. I don't think we did. Yeah, but that's because we had more opportunity to go out. Yeah, so, so, yeah, you're probably right. So you're actually. like, "Oh, I'm, I'm good." Yeah, go to the pub. When, yeah. when your social life goes, which yeah. is what the biggest shock, well, one of the biggest shocks about becoming a parent isn't it you can't just walk past the pub on a Sunday night Sunday night and think oh I'm gonna that's stop true. by maybe that's mm. what the maybe that's why so, yeah, mums yeah. do yeah. buy a get, bottle of wine yeah, and go home because we also can't yeah, go out delivering yeah. wine to your house which is even yeah. more scary yeah, yeah. Like, deliver <laughs> bottle of delivery, deliver bottle bottles of wine BP down the road now de- like delivers wine anything you want but it's, it's just like oh my god no it's like the proper like Mattel Sauvignon Blanc which you know is my favourite it's just like stop but all like and soaps when you watch any soaps these days you know you see people with a massive bottle of scotch or whatever and then when they're feeling depressed something's happened they're just pouring it oh, and I used to play, it. I, when I first left university I lived with three medical students and we used to love watching casualty <laughs> and we used to play this game where whenever anyone had a, a drank on casualty we had to drink too and it was amazing how, <laughs> much, wasted. how much booze people would go through in casualty you know somebody's had an accident have a drink you know? <laughs> But it's everywhere. It is everywhere. And actually, you know, when uh, when I, as I mentioned earlier about I had a breast cancer so experience shortly after I quit drinking, which was a, it was a bad year that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I it was amazing how many times, however many times I said to the my my oncologist, my my the nurses, whatever, that I didn't drink. You know, they give you bad news or good news, and they say, "Oh, go and pour yourself a large gin yeah, and tonic." Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. really? And, so yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, great. You know, I'll yeah. just go and have a piece of cake. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. what are the best wines then? Like, obviously, I mean, non-alcoholic, you know, non-alcoholic <laughs> wines. Yeah, or like um, the, the best sort of. I, I think um, non-alcolic wines still aren't they're not very great. Good. Some really good beers. There's a great beer. Yeah, Brewdog um, do one called Nanny State. Yeah, is... my husband loves that one. Um, Heineken Zero Heineken is Zero. really good. Yeah. Sex Blue, I lived on that when I was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. love that. But there's um, loads of interesting kind of... Yeah. yeah. Naseko, yeah. I've drank that for a bit, actually. Yeah, which that's, is actually that's, quite nice. that's quite good. I mean, I it's think of the, of the, the, the wines. And, um, and there's... Um, uh, there's some really good um, spirits as well. Yeah, so uh, Seedlip is is have got three different variants and is really good. Uh, there's Sea Arch is is uh, similar and excellent. Right. Um, so there's loads of choices. But I would now. basically go for replace it with food. Yeah, I yeah. Know. You can never get into a cheese board more. You can have a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> it is honestly like a slab of cake. Yeah, it's a, it's a glass of wine. It's a glass yeah. of wine. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's like we so because I did a bit of research last night and we were, went through a bottle of wine. And then I was like, oh my God, a glass of wine is the same as having like an ice cream. Mm. And I wouldn't sit, I wouldn't yeah, sit here and have three. Ice cream. Three. No, I wouldn't do it. I feel disgusting. 
do. You've got to go. Why not? You're allowed to. You are allowed to. And that that is that is one of the downsides actually, is you do Clemmy and I were talking about earlier, but it does that you do tend to get a sweet tooth when you quit drinking. But then you've got the energy to run off. Yeah. Which you know yeah. Yeah, that's true, Um, that's true. And what what advice I'm just gonna wrap this up now because I think um, we we, we could talk forever on it. (laughs) What advice or what kind of tips would you give anyone out there who wants to try and go sober but find it's too difficult and you know what's like the best hacks or advice you would give them i think you probably need someone to be accountable to so i told my husband that i'd done it Mm. that i was going to do it but i then actually didn't go really really public for quite some time no you didn't i had no no idea no because i wanted to i wanted to sit with it myself and see how it felt and also because of the platform that i do have i knew that once i became vocal Mm. i didn't want to yeah i you know, it, well, you don't want it to define you. No, you don't. You know. yeah, it's kind of but, exactly the same. I don't want to go there. But so your response, though, so, mm. that when you posted it, and I and I scrolled through because obviously yeah. I was in that sort of headspace, headspace, and I could not believe the amount of people well, that you, were saying, "Me too, me too." Yeah. My God, that's amazing. Mm. But you get not get it now. You get people messaging saying, "Oh, I'm now sober for this month because of this." That I've yeah, read no, I, I get messages from people every day yeah, from all over the like, world, sort of, you know, and and the, everyone's experiences are so similar. So you know, I would say one of the one of the first things to do is is tap into a community mm-hmm. and find a community of people like you, whether mm-hmm. that's on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, um, because it's really helpful not feeling alone. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing how similar people's experiences are. Yeah. And it's amazing how helpful it is to talk through mm-hmm. all of that. And there's a great body of... Um, sort of what what's known as quitlet, you know, sober sort of literature yeah. out there, and just read as much as as you can. And and I I found in the early days, I think something that's really helpful is just to go to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. So treat it like you've sort of you know just think about being good to yourself yeah. and just get lots of sleep, eat really well, um, give yourself a few really good treats, yeah, um, and uh, get up early because mornings are great, and mm-hmm. go to bed early because evenings are more tricky. <laughs> So, you know. That's really good advice. And would you find, like, just uh, just quickly, lastly, do you find that being sober, you have more patience with your children and your better relationship with your partners? And I mean, it's not a magic cure, but it definitely, yeah, you're, I'm just much more level. Yeah, I'm yeah. less shouty. Yeah, definitely. less shouty, that's good. Because I've um, seen it, like, on holiday and... You know, you have a few glasses of wine at lunch, and I, again, I don't want to be judgy and boring, but you're by a swimming pool, and you think, God, I, you know, you think parents think that they've got their wits about them, which mm-hmm. you have, but only to a certain level. Yeah. And then you try to leave to go home and get to bed, and you find you, the kids are really annoying, mm. yeah. and it's all because you're not quite. Yeah, you're not. Well, yeah. I, I used to spend a lot of time running away from my children, and I didn't see it like that, no. obviously. But you know, I would do bedtime stories as quickly as I, I could, yeah. so I could get down and have yeah. a glass of wine. Yeah, absolutely. And I would organise events so that the adults would be doing one thing and the children would be doing another. Um, And I would sort of constantly try and you know as I said run away from them which yeah. is awful mm-hmm. and you want you know, a bit more of a level with them because like actually yeah. you start finding fun a bit in the more things in, that they yeah, enjoy yeah, doing like, actually I will have a go at this craft because yeah. <laughs> I've got anything else better to be doing really. yeah. See, I like so that. true I think that's really nice so true. that's really nice actually yeah you're much more on the same level yeah, yeah. you are and actually the so last question and this is actually just um, kind of uh, relates to what we were just saying so I had a lady actually a lot of women asking um, I've had lots uh hang where is it uh yeah breastfeeding and alcohol like what's the what you know what what can we do and no one really no one really knows the answer with yeah. that no one's really said but I think what you're saying like if you have a couple of glasses of wine I think you just need to be in that mental headspace of like yes I can look after a baby I'm not gonna 
you know, you need to still be aware that you are a mother and you have to have to, to well, the thing is, be a mother. If you can't legally drive a car, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's I'm a not tough one. Because I've done it. I've done it. It's, but it's a tough you, one. You know. Well, our midwife said uh, you can. You know, it's best to have a glass of prosecco while you're breastfeeding. Yeah, so that, to do with the flow. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, seriously? That's what yeah, I'm because then it's out of your system yeah. by the time you get to the next feed. Yeah. So it's the longest window. I see. I've so heard you, so many different things. Like someone it. said. But like, also, what are we trying to find excuses for? Exactly, if you want yeah. to have a glass of wine, yeah, have one. Do, yeah. But you don't need to try and no, exactly. get someone else's approval. It's only for yourself. What yeah. is right for you? Yeah. All right, guys. That was brilliant. Thank you Absolute so much pleasure. for coming and talking. It's nice to meet you, Claire. Like finally. No, it's been great yes. to meet you, it's been guys. Amazing. Thank and you. Kevin, thanks for coming. Bon. Love you always. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope everyone that's listening has found this insightful. And I think, you know, I'm going to try October. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. 100%. I'm going to do it. Well, we've said it now. Let's do it together. We've said it now. Okay. This is... You heard it here. This is accountability. You heard it here. <laughs> really, really go into that about not being a deprived thing. Like, try and see it as, yeah, like, every day you've won. Yeah. yeah. Not every day without. And honestly... That's a really good way of Yeah, you're it. right. It is all about the mindset. If you're excited about it yeah. and you see it as something that is going to be really positive. I need to do it. I want you to know, do whereas it. Whereas most people, you know, when they go into dry... Even calling yeah. it dry January, it's like, oh, God, I'm going to do dry January. It's going to be really tough, but I can get through mm. it. Yeah. And, you know, it is, if you go into it with that attitude, it does make it hard. Arduous. Yeah. Whereas if you go in thinking, yeah, I've got a and month off the yeah. booze, it's going to make me feel great. And honestly, do it before and after. I bet you look different by the end oh, of the we'll month. Do. I'm going I'm, oh, we'll to do it. Okay, I've literally said it three times now. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I will. All right, guys, thank you so much. been awesome. And thank uh, thanks for everyone listening. Until next time. Wow, I absolutely love that podcast. So real and honest. And I want to thank our guests as well for being so open with everything and um, it's been really insightful I really hope you've enjoyed it if you have um, any questions you want to ask the guests please get in touch with them on Instagram Um, I'm sure they won't mind you asking anything and um, thank you for listening again please share rate and uh, download the podcast Mama still got it and I'll see you next time thanks again for listening are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.